welcome to a special holiday mm. baking episode of the Dinner Sisters. I'm Betsy Wallace, and I am kicking off this episode here with Kate and Tara because I don't have much to contribute. I have not been baking a whole lot, but these two have, <laughs> and I want to hear all about it. <laughs> so we thought it would be really fun to get together and chat about what we're baking. So, mm. Kate, for those who yeah. are not, um, you know, get us up to speed on your on your normal baking routines, your new baking things, your cookbooks, everything. All right. Well, let me tell you first. I have been mildly obsessed with making traditional German Christmas cookies for probably about five years now. I started this when I was living in Rhode Island. I now live in Atlanta next to Betsy, like a mile away. And so I started this, I think, because it was nice to have a Christmas tradition, kind of being far away from family, and I could share it with everybody, my coworkers I shared it with, and I've kept it up. I mainly use one cookbook, Louisa Weiss's Classic German Baking. She's got a ton of classic German cookies in there. I usually make like six or seven different kinds of cookies. Sometimes I've done up to like 10 kinds of cookies. And I would describe them as like what you'd think of as like lots, like really gingerbread heavy, essentially. Like if you into, are mm-hmm. into cinnamon and cloves, these are going to be your jam. Also something that like is very good with cookie, coffee or tea. They're usually a little drier and but like in a good way, the way like a tea biscuit is. So I just did a weekend of baking. I made three of them this year. I might not get up to like my normal amount as I do, but that's okay. I made my Liebkuchen, which are gingerbread out of a dough that has a leavener that you need to let sit for two months. So it's been up in my cabinet, (laughs) just chilling out. But I will say this is one of the most nice doughs to roll out ever. It is so beautiful. (laughs) But just all the cloves, all the sugar in it just keeps it just fine. And then I bake it off and glaze it. And um, yeah, so I've got a whole part of my cabinets now that's just full of cookies. And then I found a new cookbook to supplement my traditional German baking this year called Advent Festive German Bakes to celebrate the coming of Christmas. So the Advent season is the four weeks, the four Sundays before Christmas. And in Germany, it's a baking time, like baking extravaganza for everybody. And so there's rolls and cakes and different types of cookies and all sorts of things in here. It's by Anya Dunk. And yeah, so that's what I've been up to. Just a lot of that. And I will say this too. I'm making a Susan sponging cookie this year, a non-traditional mm. German cookie. <sighs> it feels like a lot. What kind of these? What? Yeah. What, it's what, what kind of cookie? Citrus press shortbreads. And so mm. I have these cookie presses that a friend gifted me for a while. They have the wooden handles and like the metal to make the stamp, like cookie stamp to make the pattern. And so I've never, I haven't used them. And I was like, ah, oh, I need to get on this. So I thought a nice bright citrus cookie would be something good with all this heavy gingerbread to kind of mix it up. So there's citrus in the, in the shortbread dough. And then you stamp them and you glaze it with a citrus glaze, like a real simple, just powdered sugar and orange juice. So I have the dough in the fridge and I'm going to make them tomorrow. So I'm excited about that. So Um, a lot of cookies, a lot of cookies. Yeah. So what do you do do with, well, I want to know first, what do you do with all these cookies? Oh, I just give them away. Just constantly giving. Yeah. So I make them away. Yeah. So I make boxes of like all the assortments. Um, I usually have a lot of cookies. And so okay. um, this year I'll ship them to my family in Wisconsin. So ship them to my sister, Mary and my mom and dad and to my brother. We'll have them for our Christmas here. 
I'll give them to friends. Um, what it's a like nice, a fun yeah, what way a to nice be generous. Thing. So, yeah. so next time I'm in Atlanta, pr- probably Saturday morning, I yeah. will text you. <laughs> yeah, you should. I didn't know you were going to be coming down. Yes, Tara. I'm- Okay, I'll I'm make there. You a box. I'm there like three times a week. So, what? okay. Well, Tara, you need to text me, and I will make you a box. Uh, I yeah. even order. Um, I have. Ooh, I have some vintage tins. I might be able to. Ooh, might make the vintage tin pack. I have a lot of them. So well, so my well, and my neighbor was talking about some of these cookies because she grew up having them, and her grandmother would make them. And mm. I was like, I have a friend that I'm pretty sure has like molds, like cookie molds. <laughs> I do. It's like it's like a club of people, very exclusive, that oh. know what I'm referring to. Yeah. Um, and they're called um, Springala. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and I think actually in the book Midwest Made, she mm. I think has a recipe or two. Shauna Seaver um, has a recipe for using those cookie molds. It's like holiday baking. So, yeah. Anyway, I'm I'm well, fascinated. It- well, fun fact, the company that used to sell them in the U.S. that would import them and sell them went under because apparently the demand for <laughs> Sherman Christmas cookie molds was not what it used to be. No. And they were looking to sell the business. I was like, oh, well, maybe I can get in. And they were selling it for a lot of money. I was like, mm, this is maybe why you're failing. But those molds are not cheap. No, they're now. not. They're and not. Um, Lisa I, think, I think King Arthur sells them. Uh, mm-hmm. for about 20 bucks, I think a mold. Cause I looked at getting oh, one yeah. or two, not that I've even made any, but I'm like, Ooh, it's a kitchen gadget that I don't have. So. Hmm. Yep. You can buy the rolling <laughs> pins for like $200. Um, some of the molds that I have are not $20. We'll just leave that there. And, um, <laughs> if you get the antique molds, they can be like a hundreds, hundreds of dollars for these. Wooden, wow. It's great. It feels like for yeah. everything, there's a niche, right? And that's Yeah, like that's I said, niche. it's an exclusive club that, Kate, you're mm-hmm. a part of. <laughs> <laughs> I feel like it's... Mm, well, <laughs> might have to start a chapter or something like that. <laughs> Tara, what are, Tara, what have you been baking? What's on okay. your Okay, so I've made these, I don't know, seven years um, or so. I decided to start having like a traditional thing that I make. And it's actually not something that you even bake. It's a candy I make marshmallows um, every Christmas and I start them uh, usually like first week of December, like right after Thanksgiving. And this year I actually use them to top my pumpkin pie. I made a ginger spice flavored marshmallow and then I flamed them. So they were like all crispy on the outside. And then I topped my my pie with it, pumpkin pie, instead of having like whipped cream. I had like a ginger spiced uh, homemade marshmallow and it was delicious. So today I whipped up some peppermint ones. I give them to teachers and neighbors or we eat them (laughs) very quickly, (laughs) but they are what a marshmallow should be. They're soft. They quickly dissolve in hot chocolate and they make this beautiful like top, like almost like a foamy thick top. It's really nice in a hot beverage. But anyway, yeah, I make them every year and I've tried out all different kinds of flavors. People are always impressed with them, but they're really, I think, easier to make than a cookie. And they take less time. Go through the process real quick. Like, what does it yeah, take? Yeah. Um, so, it, very few ingredients, very cheap to make as well. So, the one thing you do need is a candy thermometer and a stand mixer. 
If you don't have those, I would advise not making them. Plus, I don't think you can if you don't have a candy thermometer, unless you know exactly what it's supposed to look like. But it's uh, sugar and water and corn syrup, and you bring that up to 245, which I believe is softball texture. Mm -hmm. And then while that's happening, it takes about, I don't know, seven to 10 minutes. You have your stand mixer and you have your, you do three packs of three envelopes of unflavored gelatin sitting in your stand mixer with water. And then you slowly pour in the syrup as you're whipping your, your attachment, the, I guess, whip, whipping attachment on your stand mixer. And then 10 minutes later, you have marshmallows. That's it. <laughs> um, nice. Yeah. And you add your flavor in at the very end. And then I do pink. I do the color pink for peppermint. And then you put them into a prepared, when I say prepared, just like a grease or buttered baking dish with powdered sugar and you put that in there and then let them sit on your counter for about four hours or overnight and let them dry out a bit. And then you cut them into little squares or shape, you know, or you can use like little cookie cutters to make snowflakes or Christmas trees or whatever. They're really, really easy. They are so easy. I used to use Alton Brown's recipe and it was a, it wasn't complicated, but I just always felt nervous. I don't even know why. It was like, the water had to be at a certain temperature and I don't know. I've yeah. used it forever, but this year I used a Zoe. Oh, I can't remember her last name. Zoe Bakes. Sorry, right. is her handle. She has a new cookbook this year too. Anyway, I used her marshmallow recipe and it was a lot more relaxed and my marshmallows are still delicious. So really, really easy to make, um, but it's hot. Be careful with the hot, <laughs> the hot syrup. My, my family looks forward to them every year. So I do that. And then I also make a cream cheese sugar cookie, but I'll Yum. make those next week. My boys, I'm going to teach them how to make those, but I make sugar cookies and marshmallows. And that's pretty much it for my baking. I'm not making multi, well, I guess month cookies. <laughs> I, and I'm very, not many people do. Yeah. And, and what, what, I mean, I'm just curious, like, so they sit in at room temperature, so there's mm -hmm. there's no like eggs, or is there that, butter? There's three eggs in it, but the butter, it, but the honey and the amount of clove and spice in there, like okay. it just prevents bacterial growth. So there's never any okay. mold. Even in even I was surprised. I thought maybe Georgia would be too moldy. Yeah, there is no mold. Rolled out fine. And at the end, you are baking the crap out of them. Yeah, yeah. So, but yeah, it, it, it's completely safe thing to do. Who knew? Okay. Wow. Yeah. That's very I love a marshmallow. You know, Betsy, you're reminding me of candies that our mom used to make for Christmas, including the famous haystacks with uh, chow mein noodles. Yes. Yes. <laughs> um, I think butterscotch chips and chocolate chips. Yeah. Classic. Classic for a reason. <laughs> and Betsy, you had for a while, your specialty was making peppermint, peppermint bark. Yeah, I did. I did do that, and I that is a favorite one of mine to make because it's kind of easy, and you can, you know, just melt the chocolate and then make a peppermint bark and break that up. That's kind of a fun one. I think we will. Pro we talked about making some sugar cookies, Kate, you and I together, which would be kind of fun. And I have, yeah, I don't know. Some years I'm definitely more into it than others, and maybe I'll get the cookie bug still, still <laughs> well feeling it. you know what i'm happy to step up to the plate i have enough cookies in my cabinet <laughs> to feed your family probably 15 <laughs> times over 
Um, other things that we make traditionally in our family, because like the German part, my mom, our mom would make stolen every year, and which is just like a fruited bread. We didn't have the marzipan in it. It was kind of just a yeasted bread with sweet bread with um, candied fruit that was frosted, and you would have um, usually had that for Christmas morning, which was so delicious. And um, the other thing that we kind of started making when we we're families all gathering are overnight yeasted waffles, which mm. are pretty yeah. delicious. Those are good those are them. more the yeah. Belgium style, right? The liege is that what they're called? L i e g e. They're waffles? not quite as thick as that. I would describe okay. them as like um, if you just made waffles, but instead of the like you you let it kind of do the yeast thing. Then you ask okay. for leavener in the morning. And so it does have the, it does have like the general consistency of a regular waffle, but it's got the tang and the sourdough, a little extra caramely flavor to them. Yeah. It's just like an overnight yeast yeah. waffle. And our brother made those all the time. So that was also really delicious. Yeah. That sounds really the, good. Yeah. The thing that we haven't made, but I found in New York Times cooking is um, a pull apart French toast. Um, and that's an overnight French toast. So imagine, you know, those cheesy breads, you take a loaf of bread, cut it all up into squares, but don't go all the way down through the bottom crust. Yes. And you stuff it all with cheese. Imagine that, but you pour custard over the bread, like for French toast, let it soak overnight in the morning, take all the, the, um, custard that has kind of maybe leached out, pour it back in. And then when it bakes turns into this delicious baked French toast that you can pull little bits and bobs off of. Oh my gosh. What will they think of next? That's amazing. I don't know. I saw it the Uh, other day and I was like, well, this, this is, you know, what a time to be alive. See, and this is the reason why (laughs) I talked about clean slate cookbook because (laughs) I get so excited making these recipes. I mean, I forgot as we were talking, I forgot. I I usually make cinnamon rolls. We are not going to be here for Christmas this year and I will not be in my own kitchen. Um, But I try to make cinnamon rolls and I have a great recipe I use. I love it. But anyway, all of those things start making my tummy feel really grumbly. And so I have to, (laughs) I have to do that reset. um, So I can enjoy things like French toast, pull apart bread and yeah, it is. It is balance. It is balance. <laughs> mm-hmm. Well, I uh, think our holidays are going to be full of fun things um, and just like a bunch of delights. We'll have to. Our mom has a sugar cookie roll recipe that we've used for years. It's a real thin, kind of crunch, crispy, crunchy sugar cookie, so it's not soft. I think you said a cream cheese one. So Tara, I assumed yours are more on the soft side. Um, yeah, yeah, they're they're a little crispy. They're crispier than they, what they sound. Um, mm. But they are, it's actually Alexandra Stafford. It's her recipe. It's like nice. cream cheese cutouts is I think what it's called. But I started to use it a couple, maybe a year or two ago. And I really like that recipe. So yours is crispy. What kind of icing do you use for a cookie like that? Do you do I mean, just, just like a kind glaze? of like on the thinner side. Yeah. Confectioner's icing. Yeah. yeah. So it's kind of like a thinner, it's not like a thick sheet of frosting you know it's more mm-hmm. of a more more towards the icing side um traditionally in the schultz household it's lots of bowls of tinted <laughs> icing with butter <laughs> knives in them right yes. and everyone's yes. everyone's fighting over the butter knife and then you get mad because a sister goes from pink to blue and i get stuck <laughs> in the blue 
And then you get purple. Then you get purple. Lots of sprinkles as per usual. Um, yes. Maida, our niece Betsy's daughter, was telling me today as we waited for dinner that she's going to make between two to four inches of sprinkles on her cookies. Oh. oh. <laughs> she's like, I was like, how would you get them to stay? She's like, you layer the frosting. I was like, ugh. <laughs> no thanks. <laughs> so we all have different approaches to Christmas cookies. and that's Oh, hers. absolutely. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Well, we have a fun Facebook group, and I think if anyone wants to talk about their Christmas traditions or holiday traditions or winter baking traditions, we'd love to hear from you. If you have something on par with a French toast pull-apart loaf, let us know. All ears. It's always fun to talk a little bit about cooking and baking, or baking specifically, because that's not something we cover that often Mm -hmm. on the Dinner Sisters, so it was fun to have a little... Short episode with our two baking experts here, Kate and Tara, and they will continue to talk baking, I am sure, with anyone who is willing. Yep. In the or unwilling, actually. Really mm-hmm. yeah. Yep. Actually, actually, me and Kate could just keep on talking, and, and Betsy, you could just fade off into the background if you want. <laughs> You'd still be talking. Yeah. Thanks so much for joining us. We're really happy. We hope you have a wonderful holiday season, however you celebrate, full of sweet things, and maybe even a reset if you need it. All right. That's what's for dessert this time. Love it. Should we say that? That's what's on the cookie plate <laughs> this time on the dinner sisters. Next time, we'll save a spot at the table for you. Mm-hmm.